0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: so it's uh all for play for still i think so do you want to bet against us
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGraw podcast. Uh, Patty's here, and I'm here, and we're here to preview the Leeds game at the weekend. Um, <laughs> also, I suppose before we do, we do go into that. Look, I, I know Patty wasn't here on the uh, to speak, give his thoughts in the Stevenage, so I have. Uh, I actually had a timer set up, and I was just going to give him six minutes straight to talk about the Stevenage game, if you wanted it. And then uh, once the buzzer went off, we were going to move on and move into the next chapter of Aston Villa's year in 2023, which is going to be obviously the league, which we are now concentrating on. Um, but uh, I don't have the timer ready to go. It won't show up on the screen. It would have been nice. Uh, but Yeah. Um, I don't it, I don't think we
1: get six minutes out of it, to be honest. <laughs> uh, after 48 hours of... Uh, I've been down over it. I think it's time to move on. Uh I, think so I don't too. think we're I don't think we're gonna see the same team at the weekend. There's some players there I hope we never see again. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just my opinion. Uh, I won't name them. I'm sure you know who some of them are. Um yeah, but I was bitterly disappointed. I was di- bitterly disappointed at the lack of professionalism in which mm. we we showed at the weekend. It's just it's one of those games where you want to walk out onto the pitch and go, Coutinho, will you stop fucking shooting from 25 yards? It's not going to go in. I just couldn't couldn't get my head around some of the decisions. Um, like, th- th- those 25-yard shots should have been the little ticky-tacky passes around the box, looking for space, creating the chances, which we did for the goal that we got. But no, just lack of patience, lack of... Lots of things. I think a little bit of uh, arrogance. There's there's so many words I could use for it. And then complete capitulation at the end, which mm. absolutely drove me demented. Um, forced off, the first person to, to, to get my ear was uh was uh, Leander Dendonker. And what the hell he was doing, I just I can't get my head around it at all. I, no matter how many ways I've looked at it, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't fathom what he was trying to do. Um, then, obviously, Robin Olsen getting beaten at his near post like that is completely unacceptable. Got his angles completely wrong, and then the one player who wasn't marking anyone who had to go and close that down. And, but first off, why is there two men out taking a corner and no man out there stopping them?
0: I have, I have a theory on that because I watched it back today. Yeah, As and. Far, then, I-
1: and okay. then Ollie Watkins stands there, looks over his shoulder, realizes nobody else is going to close it down. that He's the free man. A couple of seconds lost, and then Arks is run out.
0: Oh God! I was just screaming at the television. So if you watch it back, uh, and 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 I'm not making excuses because it was it was a half-assed effort to 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 go out to. If you watch it back, I'm, I I would nearly put money on it. That Ollie Watkins was supposed to be the man that was supposed to be, let's say, the said outside of uh, of the conglomerate that we had defending, and then Dunker was supposed to be in there. I think we were clueless with regards to how we were supposed to defend without then Dunker's height in there. And if you can see it, Watkins is hesitant. He doesn't know whether he's to come back into the bunch. I think I, I would go so far as to say somebody might even be calling him to come back, and that's why he 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 kind of makes a couple of steps forward. He stops, and then he's not sure what he's supposed to be doing. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable, but like it was kind. It, it looked like he almost broke ranks and then didn't know what to do. And when you look at it, it seems like he was being maybe called back in to pull it, to, to fix a spot that maybe Dendonker was supposed to be in when he was originally supposed to be at the front of that queue in in, in, in for defending the corner. And I, I'm not making excuses for it, but you can see the hesitation yeah. in everybody because of it. Um, but I don't. I, I, thought, I, I thought he, I thought he was in, in the, the spot that he was
1: normally in for a corner. Uh, he he's that front man, yeah. um uh, not marking anybody. And I I just yeah. thought it was particularly poor the fact that first off the ball had to be played before they realised. Hang on a minute, why is there why is there two players out there and, not, and none of us? Yeah. and it just absolutely drove me nuts. But anyway,
0: um, I think they expected the ball to be whipped in, and they were calling Watkins in to be the body in the in the in the cluster. And where he's normally at the front there to be there, to be the person so that he can be the man to break and go forward. He was caught between two minds. I would imagine somebody was roaring at him to come back and pick up the dunker spot. He wanted to go to his spot. And then before you know it, it, it ended up like it did. And that's what you see when you see that type of indecision. I don't think it was a half-assed effort to get to the ball. I just, I genuinely think it was indecision. And then he was like, oh, I'm caught. Do I stop? Do I, what? where do I go? And it looked awful. It looked absolutely mm. amateur hour. It really did. And so did the goalkeeping, unfortunately. But look, c'est la vie, as I say, that's just the way yeah. it goes.
1: And the, the one the one thing that will come out of that game is that Unai Emery, who's obvious, quite obviously a world-class manager, now knows that he has players he can't trust because we can't trust him. So we let him make that decision. And I suppose it's the only thing that's kept me going this week and has actually allowed me to talk about this because if this had happened under Steven Gerrard, I think I would have been uh, barred off the airwaves from any podcast that I came on to. But look, it is it is what it is. Uh, we now have a lot of answers to a lot of questions. Well, I feel Unai Emery has. I have a few questions for him too. Did he not stop those 25-yard shots from Coutinho at halftime and tell him to relax? We're 1-0 up. Keep the ball. Place play the triangle plays that he's good at, move into the space, try and draw players onto you, and then get in behind like we did for the goal. I'd, I'd be questioning why was that not stopped at halftime. But, as I said, we're six minutes in. You, you gave me six minutes. Uh, I, th- I think I'm done, but there's a lot of questions answered for you and I, Emery, and I think he knows where he has to... Uh, has to has to change things up and it looks like we have a new player coming in tomorrow so another fresh start um good timing with Augustinson picking up an injury so th- th- these injuries can uh these injuries can rack up very quickly so it, it's good to see new blood coming in. I hope he gets a few players in. I think he needs them and I just think there's there's a few stale players there that need to get back up to speeds and be on their toes to go from what I witnessed at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium a week before to looking at that on Sunday, it was unrecognisable.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, well, also, uh, you know, I think I think uh, with regards to the context, it was two completely different games. And, you know, it just goes to show that you might be like, might be a far better team, but you got to play for 90 minutes. We've Mm -hmm. criticised this Aston Villa team for not playing for 90 minutes for the bones of two years now. So uh, if that doesn't show that mentality is frail, and that's one of the reasons why we don't play for 90 minutes. And a lot of those players have been at the club for quite a while. Yes, and Dunker hasn't been, Robin Olsen hasn't been, and we could arguably say that there were two individual, that there were individual errors that cost us, um, uh, amongst other things. Don't don't get me wrong with regards to that. I know we could pick out quite a few players that, that, did, that did things in that game that didn't exactly help us win it throughout the game. We looked comfortable for 88 minutes, and we just thought it was okay. We were cocksure we were going to win. And then we got stung. And, like, that's not acceptable. And, as you say, we had six minutes to talk about it. We're at eight minutes and 23 seconds. And I think that we'll draw... Oh, I, had si- under... I had six minutes. <laughs> you had the <laughs> other two. <laughs> I had the other two, yeah. Um, uh, because, uh, and, and, and I think I think some of those players will come good again, obviously. Like, like you know, but I'm not writing players off. Like, you can say that they, there are some players, obviously, that you mentioned they're stale. That's fine. I think some of them, like, uh, I, I've mentioned it, we're still waiting to see Emmy Bundia. Sparkle in this team. Time, time. I'm not going to say time is running out, but you know it has to happen soon. Um, same with Coutinho. Well, is I, d- I, judging I, by the
1: players that were being linked with, I, I would say time is running out. I, t- I think, I think he needs to. I think he needs a regular performance. Um, I see Craig Butler's in the comments there. I Don't know if it's the Craig Butler or not. But uh, time, time could be running out for Leon Bailey too if he brings in another striker. So. There's there's a lot of people that need to up their game. Um we we've given people a lot of time. That should have been a, a day for for the likes of Leon Bailey to really flourish, to really run at um these third division players who are aging and um, we didn't see it. We didn't we didn't see it from anybody really. So it's uh if that if that is Craig Butler, how why don't you send Neil a message there and we get you on to talk I, I, Yeah. In
0: the future. Craig, I'd That'd absolutely love to chat to you, yeah, because yeah. you're doing a lot of interesting stuff out in out in Jamaica with your with your academy, and uh, yeah, as I say, um, get in touch with us, and we would love to chat as always. Martin Leonard, though, is from Dublin, and he is travelling to the game, and he's never actually seen us lose a game at home. Very good. Put your money on now, that's Joe. <laughs> you know go down to the bank, take the deeds of the house out, walk into your lad Brooks or your Paddy Powers. Game is sorted up. Martin has us all sorted. That's what we have to do uh, at the weekend. <laughs> Don't. I'm joking. I'm joking. And if you've already done it, then uh, I, I bear no blame. I bear no blame. I wouldn't be as confident uh, <laughs> uh, at the weekend, but I think it's going to be a fun game. Leeds, Aston Villa are usually fun games. You know, it's usually one of those games that's yeah. a toss up. Uh, Villa have won more than they've lost in recent times over the last six, anyway. Um, you know, so it's a. Uh, uh it's 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 something to, to to look forward to um yeah as i say there we're unbeaten in our last four games keeping three clean sheets in this run avfc Stato, thank you so much avfc Stato, as always the man with the numbers for sure um yeah like uh it's it, it's it's a home game under lights aston villa un, aston villa under lights we we do love a game under lights. I know Stevenage was uh, uh, technically under lights to, uh, to end the game as well. But 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 look. But if we would started under lights, we would have beaten them twelve nil. That's 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 my my story, and I'm sticking by it. And I don't even know uh, AFC Stato, Here's one for you. Next time we're back on, I want to know how many games we Aston Villa have won under lights in their history, and how many games they've lost under lights in their history. I don't even know how you go about finding that statistic. First. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah well, one of the last yeah I've won just one of the last six home games but then again um sorry i misread that completely there one of the last six league premier league home games against leeds united last three drawn to last winning in february 2004 um but yeah that's fine i'm okay with that we've drawn loads of games
1: we, we're fine we did beat them we did beat them in the championship at home did we
0: um, I don't Henry know. To
1: be correct. One of them, maybe
0: we lost on the 23rd of, 23rd of October 2020, 3 to Leeds. I think we all remember that one. That was the one where they just continually crossed the ball across the field, and um, Jack Harrison had a field day. Um, and that was the last time that we've lost to Leeds at home. Like, well, I'm sorry, that's that. Um, we haven't lost to Leeds since then, so we've beaten them in Ellen Road. Drew 3 all with them. Um, beat them 3-0 in Ellen Road, beat them one 1-0 uh, in the uh, obviously in, in in Australia, and then we drew nil all with them um earlier this on season. this season as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think it's gonna be an interesting game. I think it is gonna be an interesting game at the weekend. I've no idea how we're gonna line up. I would imagine. I would have, I would imagine we will probably line up with Tell you one thing for
1: sure. Emmy Martinez will be in goal. I was just about to say you you stole it out of my <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Emmy Martinez will be in gold. I think it'll be Mings and Kanza at the back, at the two the two uh, center halves. And uh, I think that um I think it'll be Dina and um and Maddie Cash. Ash, Ash, Ashley Young. Maddie Cash yeah. is out. Oh Maddie Cash is out, he's injured, yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Ashley Young. And, and we wonder if John McGinn, John McGinn with a great two hamstring tear, it looks like it'll be, be February before he's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kamara probably comes back into well definitely comes back into midfield if he doesn't come absolutely. back into midfield I might start the question who I that's dead uh, Kamara and Luis uh, I would imagine JJ might start I'd imagine he will start I think he will yeah absolutely um, and then we might we might even see somebody we might see Leon Bailey maybe for, for the wide and then we might see Ings and Watkins up top Why not?
1: why not you never know does Bundee
0: like? Does is is Bundier guaranteed? Rod Humble says, "Send the out on loan." Is he not on loan at the moment? No, we signed, signed him. Did we actually sign him? He was on loan at the end of last season, and then we tra- we made that a four million signing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think a lot of players as well. Actually, just 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 a quick one there. I think I saw it in the in the in the comments a while ago, and it was that we might find it difficult to shift these players. Um, I actually think we're in a position whereby we wouldn't have an issue selling any of those players. Now, we might get the money we want for them. And I'm not saying that we all go for 2 million or whatever, but I think it's easier to shift the group of players we had there uh, on show on, on Saturday, if there are any players that need to be shifted, for decent money than it would have been to shift the likes of Algazi, Trezeguet, uh, Burch and Troy. And, and the reason I think about that is just because there's always teams that will come in for big-name internationals and uh, Coutinho will, will get, would get a move back to, to Brazil if we were looking to, to uh, let him go. Um, Buendia mm. will definitely get a move, would definitely get a, a decent money move to Spain, without or Italy, without a shadow of a doubt, he'd be snapped up, and uh, Leander are the same, would definitely get a move uh, for money, so um, I don't think wages would be as much of an in- in- inhibition, uh, because I think there's always horse trades done on that, Um I don't think it's as big as it was in in in, in, la, in lesser years but if Villa wanted to sell those players and I don't think they will I think I think every single one of those players maybe bar philip coutinho is uh is here at the end of January um so I think it's more addition as opposed to subtraction in building the squad
1: Stato's back in again we give some kind of clarity on, your, on on the myth that is Villa Park under lights so we've we've won as many as we've lost which was twenty-three each, and we have drawn twenty. So bang so, down the middle. It's it makes no <laughs> difference.
0: Yeah. What do we have now?
1: That's only it, since two thousand. Now I, I know I know the 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 talk of Villa Park under lights goes back to those. It under back to the AV floodlights. Yeah. 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 yeah, back in the day. So it, football wasn't invented in two thousand. <laughs> and We know that.
0: I, and, uh, more homework for you as well, Evie. <laughs>
1: so does
0: that include? Does that include daylight savings hour? And because uh, <laughs> it makes a big difference after seven o'clock. <laughs> I joke it. I'm joking. I'm um, joking. Actually, yeah. Does it? Would it include? Daylight? Yeah, it could do. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's uh, Would it have a massive difference on it? I don't know. Um, anyway, that's some digression. But uh, yeah, look. I think this game at the weekend is. Uh, I think I I think that there will be a lot of hot seats and there will be a lot of hot bombs going out. That oh, that sounded awful. I think that might actually be clipped up later on, but there will be a lot of people going out there uh, that will be feeling the pressure. Um, you know, with regards to with regards to to the result of the weekend because what I liked about Una Emery in the in the aftermath was he didn't really mince his words. He nope. let it known yeah. that he was a bit pissed off, you know, and, and a bit. I, like that. I, I I took it out when he was very pissed off. Yeah. That's the way yeah, I, I took it.
1: Yeah. Um, and I was, and and it actually cheered me up a little bit because I, I didn't watch the interview till the next morning because a few people have said that I dodged the uh, <laughs> the podcast on Sunday. But I actually told you long before then yeah, I couldn't yeah, do you this just post-match. But uh, I, I, I actually didn't watch any interviews or any replays or anything else until the next morning. And I felt a bit better having watched this interview. So um, I'm, I'm expecting a backlash against Leeds. I don't know about anybody else. I expect I us to too. go and go for the jugular. Um, obviously, that will come down to who's fit, and If there's any more knocks in the squad, it's going to be a little bit worrying because we have a few injuries now, as I said, at the start. So this is going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, Rachel says he can't watch his interview. I thought he looked disappointed as well. And I thought yeah. he looked pissed off. I thought he looked like, I thought he looked let down, if that let makes
1: down. sense. Let, let down is how I describe it, yeah.
0: Yeah, shocked as well. Like the kind of like, I can't believe that you guys let that slip, you know. um, And, and maybe that was kind of like a, a big ding moment. It was like, right, this has confirmed any biases that I might have had with regards to certain aspects within this team. And sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes it takes rock bottom to remember that, okay, and, and let's not call it, I suppose rock bottom is the wrong phrase to use because we've been bloody flying it in the league under, under him as well. And he's not going to throw the baby with the bathwater. Yeah. But if he was well, on the fence with a couple of players and that game ha- happens, I think he's kind of go, right, mm, maybe... Maybe decisions need to be made now, and maybe there won't be decisions. Maybe he's also of the. Yeah. Uh, um, maybe he's also uh, knows enough to turn around and say, "Shit happens. People have bad games as well, but we never have that have this happen again. And if it does, then the hammer drops mm. very swiftly. And I don't give a shit who you are. You're gone. And it's um, in fairness,
1: it, we're we're nowhere near rock bottom. He, he, as no, as I, I said previously, to 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 have that performance against spurs only a week beforehand a lesser performance against wolves and then that I would imagine there's a, there's going to be a rocket up the ass of many players yeah so uh, yeah what I that's what I admired the most he was asked a very tough question and he looked straight it's not like Jack Woodward asked a very tough question but he did and it was straight oh, down Jack. the lens straight down the lens for the for the answer as if to say I'm talking to you Villa fans I'm not talking to Jack here. I'm talking to you Villa fans. And I I have no doubt there will be casualties over this. And when you say rock bottom, it's our worst defeat in 10 years. That semi final. Since Bradford. Bradford. Since Bradford. And it's nearly 10 years to the day because uh, my grandmother died. It was my grandmother's funeral, that Bradford game. That's how I remember it so well. So, um nearly ten years today we've we've had a, a similar performance, but I, I I would put it worse than Bradford, to be honest, because of the caliber of player we had at our disposable, I think it was worse. But anyway, we'll move on from it.
0: We'll move on. We've been dipping in and out of Leeds and, and, and Stevenage here, but it's nice to have have a kind of a an unabridged kind of uh unscripted chat about things like that because look we're all at the same at the moment i think it's been a couple of days of cathartic of catharsis to try and get over it we've been all on the grief curve i think i i i came on and i'll be honest with you i had to clinch my fist under the table to try and not do the left and blind and 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 jump to conclusions and tear the plaster off the room uh routine here (laughs) Um, And I'm kind of happy I did that because I kind of just bombed out from football for a while afterwards. And then when I got on to speak to Dan afterwards and the Villa View, even though I wasn't as measured as I was in my own podcast, I still it was still nice to kind of get it out and kind of kind of get frustrated. Myself and Dan nearly had a screaming match beforehand that, because we were both, like, I don't know what it was. Two of us just needed to get it out of our system. But it's good. <laughs> everybody was okay. I, I, I You know, you look at Twitter and you see everybody getting it out of our system. But leads at the weekend, as I say, and you said, Paddy, it's, it's, it's going to be the making, not the making of this team, but it could be the... The players, I'm sure, are gonna to wanna to go out and, and, and they're gonna they're gonna prove this whether they wanna go out and make amends. Because there's been a nation, it's been a national talking point, the capitulation. That's not nice. The only way no. to stop that is go out and beat Leeds at the weekend and if and they I, can I would, do that, I would like, like to
1: personally thank while we're live I'd like to personally thank Harry Windsor for taking the nose off us for a while <laughs> 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 on, uh, on Sunday let's night not but, this route, let's
0: not go down this route <laughs> let's not go down this route I don't, don't do want
1: to talk about what he says I couldn't give a shiny I shiny I, I haven't
0: looked at it I've <laughs> muted I've, I've, Ronaldo <laughs> and anything like that has been muted a long time ago but for I just time. I just
1: think I just think it, it was a good distraction from the media to be slagging than slagging <laughs> off that, and I think it was needed, and it came at a good time, so it, it allowed us to move on a bit a bit quicker.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, look, as I say, I couldn't tell you anything about that, but I don't want to get involved in it because that's like that. You open up that. Uh, there's no can There's no putting that genie back in that bottle because I and I have no <laughs> idea what it's about. But I just stay well away from that. Anyway, besides watched, that point, I watched it twice. <laughs> did you? I did. <laughs> and you wouldn't watch Stevenage twice. You wouldn't watch the Stevenage game twice. You know, I, 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 I listen, I was just saying. Why would I, I, want, to, why would I want to watch that twice? <laughs> okay, we'll take this one offline, Teddy. We'll take this one offline. <laughs> I'm trying to get away from the conversation. About, and I was trying to get uh, away from Aston Villa. That's why I watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to have an Aston Villa incident than an international incident, Paddy. I don't need an international incident in my podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But anyway, moving swiftly along, um, and yeah, I know you're bringing up because probably because his brother's an Aston Villa fan as well. Um, but uh, where was I going with this one? Uh, oh yeah, the Leeds game, Leeds game. We have, hey, we're playing Leeds the weekend. Um, uh, like Leeds are Leeds are also their fans are in the doldrums at the moment as well. Their fans really weren't happy with the fact that Cardiff almost turned them over. And there were like like there's a lot of them going. Ooh, does Marsh have to go now? Because uh, it seems to be two steps up and it, or one step up, two steps back at times. There and he played the kids and so on and so forth and 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 um, it, they got to this situation whereby maybe they don't know whether they have a, a striker now. The striker that they're linked with, Jorginho Rutter, a young striker fits the mold of the player that they like to sign down to a T. They've brought in some good players like uh, like Nanto. Um, I think Bren- Brandon Aronson is a better player than he's showing for Leeds at the moment. I was actually f- firmly jealous that they had signed him because of the work rate he has, but some Leeds fans are, are not very much convinced by him. So Leeds aren't having it all their own way at the moment. But as we know, this game seems to... seems There seems to be something happens in this game all the time that we need to keep an eye out for. And uh, I-, I suppose my question here, Paddy, is that even though Leeds are down on their luck... Um, who would you mark down as their danger man? I suppose coming into this because they have had a bit of a turnover in player at this moment in time.
1: Well, that's it. It's it. You, you actually couldn't actually pinpoint who he's going to play either. That that seems to be what he's done in the last few games. Is just mix it up a little bit. So, um, we we don't know what we're going to face, which which always seems to be the case with Leeds that they, they do mix it up. Um, since the Bielsa days of playing them, um, look. On their day, they're capable of beating anybody. There's, there's no question about that. But it's just a question of them all firing. And that's. They're, they're, I don't see them as a team of individuals. I see them as a team. And they need to have everybody firing in order to get a tune. And as far as I'm concerned, we haven't seen them firing at all this season for, for a full game. So when they're not firing, when, when they're not at the races, we need to be taking advantage but for me, I, I think we need to be on the front foot from the start. I think we need to get ahead. That's the most important thing. If we go behind against them, they'll, be, they'll become very frustrating to break down. And that's that's my worry going into Friday. So let's get over the hangover. Let's start fresh, start on the front foot and really go at them. I want to see Bailey going down the wing and flying in, flying into these tackles, letting fellas foul them. All of this thing we didn't see mm-hmm. at the weekend. Um I don't think we'll see our new signing. I don't. I think it'll I think it'll be too soon. You might see him on the bench. You wouldn't know. We'll uh, talk
0: about him, yeah, in a moment as well.
1: Emery, might decide he's, he's had enough of what he watched in the last couple of the games. So you might, you might throw him in there. But it's um, it's probably coming too soon for for any major changes. And I think the team you named out with with Jacob Ramsey replacing John McGinn, and whatever happens up top will be totally up to. Uh, um, to who Emory but, but if it, if it was me, I'd give Bailey one more chance. Um, I would play him. Why? I think I think this I think this is a game for him to to really excel. I think for for a team that dives into challenges so bloody easily, I think I think he could win us many a free kick. And I just hope that we see more of him driving at a team as opposed to this step over and just getting the yard to get the cross in. I just mm. see him, I'd like to see him go a bit more direct.
0: Yeah. And I I said it kind of as a, oh, I wonder will he do this kind of a thing? But the more I'm talking, more more I, he, ugh, the more I'm talking about it, the more I'm beginning to think it's probably the right way to go is playing Bailey more wider, playing the two strikers up top in Watkins and uh, and Ings. I nearly even go so far now. I know that Jacob Ramsey has played on the left hand side an awful lot when he's um, left hand side of midfield. I nearly go so far as doing what a lot of people have asked recently, move Bailey over onto that left wing. Fraught with danger in one way, and I'll speak about it in a moment. And move, move Jacob Ramsey over. Keep Watkins over in that wing and maybe make Watkins and Bailey interchangeable where Watkins can do the work down the, down the wing if Bailey does get a small bit further forward. Keepings in the box. Make him occupy Strike. Make him occupy Oriente. Make him occupy mm-hmm. uh, they start in there as the two centre-halves. They've not been having it their own way. Pascal Strike has probably yeah. been their best their best defender this season. Um, just from looking at, at comments that some Leeds fans have made, I think that's what I've picked up. But Lorente has signed a new five year deal. Some Leeds fans aren't really happy with his, his uh his uh contribution, which is strange because uh, you know, he's he was lauded as a really good player and, 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 and I was like it's just seems to be this year he's a bit off it. If they start junior football, I'm putting Leon Bailey on whatever wing junior football is on <laughs> and telling him do not move from that wing, and if football yeah. gets taken off, I am I am also taking you off. But run at him and get the yellow card early, um, because I well, think
1: they're, that I they're coming coming off the back of two decent draws as well. They drew Newcastle drew drew with yeah. um, drew with, uh West Ham, so um, like I, I think you're talking about their strengths. I think their weaknesses. Um, you you look at the back four of. Uh, so you got Cock, Cooper, Ailing, Strike. They're, that's their back four from the championship, if I'm not mistaken, and they've played that a lot this season. So there's an there's an opportunity for them to 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 be got at for sure. Mm. It's just finding the right. Um, there's a lot of people talking. Uh, you see, Craig Butler's back yeah. in again, talking about playing. Uh, <laughs> I, that's because I said. Off that. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey off the left. left. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I don't see a reason why not.
1: I don't see I I I don't see why you wouldn't change it up either and, and do something different just just to just to bamboozle them. I I watched the first because we went on to the team sheet tantrum, I watched the first sixty or seventy minutes of that game against Cardiff mm-hmm. the weekend. I thought they were awful. Absolutely. Yeah, st- awful.
0: strike strike was poor at the weekend, but overall yeah. I think he's been a lot of people uh my con, I'm not one hundred percent sure, but the yeah. consensus so I can find on but I, while, I, while I say they were yeah. awful
1: their their second team managed to come back and salvage a draw against uh, championship opposition. Yeah. We we tr- we threw it away. So read into that what, what you may. Um, there's a few people in the comments asking us to comment on Sanson. Um, I don't know if he was out if he, if he was just out there to give him a game to put him in the shop window, or he genuinely thinks that That's Sanson will be but yes that's the point i was getting to I, I i i couldn't fault his game um he looked happy to be out there he was he was putting himself about he was looking for the ball he was he was the one guy who constantly moving off the ball and it was he, his yeah. movement his movement was excellent um it, it was very hard to see what i was trying to figure out at the weekend was um the the two strike the two fullbacks seemed to be alternating Going forward, which which is fair enough, that's the way I like to see it. But it was very hard to see with, without the wider lens on napping at the game as well. But uh I I thought when when they did have the ball, I thought Sanson was very quick to get back into his position and, and act as as a, a nearly a third central midfielder in there. I thought he did very well. Now I know that's probably down to where he's usually playing, that he gets sucked inside a little bit, but like he, he He's a decent player. We know he's a decent player. He hasn't had a run of games.
0: Is he going to get it? Probably not. I think. I think his. I think his time is up. Um. Just. 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 on on the the Sansan piece as well. I know after the game, directly after the game, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, Sansan gave the ball away loads of times." Sans- Sansan gave had, had two losses of possession in the whole game or in the time that mm. he was on. Um. You know. Is so. Uh, I. I didn't think he lost the ball an awful lot during the game, but as you said, Paddy, I think he made an awful lot of runs. Off, runs past players. I thought he made runs into half spaces. I thought he mm. made runs in behind uh, that in, in behind the midfield block, which nobody else was doing. We were coming up against the midfield block, going wide, coming back inside again. I thought Sanson was the only person who was busy in there, obviously trying to make a um, an impression. And um, the one goal that we did score was one touch uh, football, but it all came about at, by. Uh, there was there was nice movement from Bailey, nice movement from Mings, and then obviously nice movement from Sanson as well. And you know a lot yeah. of people are questioning why didn't we do that? Why didn't we start running diagonally to get in between those mm-hmm. the 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 kind of the honeycomb effect of their uh, of their low block and their and their uh, their six man defence that they were playing? They basically emoryed us for good parts of that 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 second half when we went, when they went one they down. They just emoryed us because they knew that if they stayed at one nil that they'd have a, ch- a choice a chance should I say? Um but yeah like like i can understand with the sansan thing it, with with the sansan thing that there's you know he wasn't the world beater but he looked better than a lot of players that come in after not playing for the length of time that he did and mm-hmm. uh, while i still don't think he's going to be here long term if it, he might actually get a start at the weekend in that in that wide right position if he does See fit to maybe play Bailey up front with 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 the Watkins, or if he brings in Ings uh, uh, up front with the Watkins, and maybe take Bailey out of the firing firing line. If he does go that way, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see uh, Morgan Sanson on the right, uh, Jacob Ramsey on the left, the two boys in midfield, and 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 maybe one of Bailey Watkins Ings or two of those three, should I say, up top. So it it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at the weekend, um, for sure, Mm -hmm. um. Um, Danny said,
1: uh, let's be honest, Sanson just assumed he's done based on three managers, not fancying him. I, I would have said he was a Johan Lang signing. Would you?
0: Would that be correct? Oh, I, I think they more or less admitted that. They, they say it was an opportunity cost. He was available for 14 million in the January transfer yeah. window. They made the decision to sign him based mm. on the fact that they could get him what they felt was a cut-down price at the time, 12 million, 14 million, whatever it was. And I think it was a speculator to accumulate. And then he got injured. I, don't, mm. I think that Dean Smith did fancy him, but then he got injured and then he got frustrated and then I think he pissed a few people off. And I yeah. think that that's I okay and, to say.
1: And that's genuinely what I think happened uh, I spoke to you off air about this before about about the French temperament and managers not being able to manage that. I I think that's what what it came down to under under uh, Smith and Gerard. Maybe he's getting another roll of the dice here. Who knows? Um, may, maybe we've got a manager who can get something out of him, who can manage his temperament, who who can. Uh, was going to say a phrase there, but i better not use it. <laughs> um, it, it you know, it, some
0: some players. No international incidents, Paddy. Yeah. No well,
1: but well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the phrase was. <laughs> so, some players, <laughs> some players need to be breastfed, and I would consider uh, Sanson one of those players. And 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 that that's a phrase that's used here in Ireland all the time, and and that's fine if a player is breastfed, as we call it, and and they get a tune out of them, which is probably what we need from. From Emery to give to 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 Sanson and and just massage his ego a little bit and just you know spur him on because there's no doubt there's a great player in there I'd hate to see him go away and shine for another team I'd love to see us get the best out of him as I would with any player but uh, yeah I think I think um, he there's a there's an opportunity to resurrect himself there but if he takes it now it's completely up to himself or is there too much
0: competition there for him that's the thing but the, and that's the thing. This opening with the Maddie Cash being injured and the experiment of playing him further forward and, and Ashley Young behind him, that experiment. And also the John McGinn being injured for a month, he has. There's a chink of light here for Morgan Sanson. That's what I'm saying. There's a there's an opportunity mm. for him to like as as I, I was messing in the in the Villa View previously, we we're talking about that Wesley's gonna come back next year and you're about to witness the greatest comeback of all time, footballing comeback of all time. Morgan Sanson could have that comeback, as I say opportunity knocks for players. To, this time last year, nobody was talking about Miguel Almiron being a uh, mainstay in this, man, in this Newcastle team. Everybody would have suggested, or, or, or and rightly so, I would imagine, to say, they're going to buy someone in. He's not going to be around in, in 12 months' time. Now he's scoring goals for fun and everything has completely changed around for him. Opportunity knocks for players. Sanson was a good player at, at, uh, at uh, I think it was Montpellier and at... Um, and, and at, at uh, uh, Marseille, as well, when he came in. And maybe that's just, maybe he just needs a, a run of games. He could also be useless. We don't know. That's the thing about Sansan. That's why everybody has has an opinion on Sansan. is because we have no idea what he offers in the Premier League because he can't, mm. he hasn't been able to string four, five, six games together.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think Leighton Castle has uh, got won the comment of the night. Some of our players can be oh. breastfed by Dolly Parton and still be crap. <laughs> so Neil
0: is already so regretting that's... that I used use that phrase. <laughs> so that's the, so, so far we've, we've, we've insulted the French. We've insulted the monarchy. Yeah. We've insulted Dolly Pat all of Nashville and the south of uh, Who America the as a whole. Who insulted the monarchy?
1: I said, Well, didn't. no, maybe
0: we didn't. Actually, we didn't. We didn't insult the monarchy. <laughs> don't get us wrong. We, we, uh, we actually didn't. And we weren't going to either, just in case anybody thinks we were. So, no, uh... it's, not our pl- it's not our place. <laughs> it's not our, best, our, best. Um, our most famous uh, fan is. Is Huge is yeah him, that's man. and that's what I was saying that's why I didn't want to get weighed into it because he is our he's our most famous <laughs> fan and we don't want to we don't want, uh, and, for, and for all uh, we know he listens uh, to the podcast oh he definitely does you def you know he does you know he turns it on first thing in the morning when he's lying in bed puts <laughs> yeah. <and he> on <laughs> the headphones listens to it. A uh, shadow of a doubt. 100%. He'd, ha- he'd have to
1: put the ed- headphones on for, for our language. We couldn't he couldn't possibly have the, the,
0: no, the young it's children. Not, that it's not very not... regal at times. Yeah, yeah. And and I and I've I have it just like most people out there, I have it on good authority that uh the, the Kate wilton doesn't doesn't like our entrance music either. Just like most uh there most you go. <laughs> <laughs> Where where has this come from? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But we're twenty seven minutes into a podcast, and uh, we'd have to laugh, know. or we'd be crying still from the weekend. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um look, guys, thanks so much. Rod, Rod
1: reckons Williams a subscriber. Should we know? He's, he's on our Patreon
0: already. He's grand. We know he's there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just—I I don't I'm going back to see—is he? Maybe is there anybody here that could be? Is there anyone here that could be? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, but no. As I say, it's uh, yeah, it's look, it's a bit of crack. And uh, as I say, thanks so much to everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, God, it's gone past ten o'clock. I've been sitting here podcasting since half past eight, but I really enjoyed it. I had a good chat. If you didn't catch the Villa View earlier on, Seth and Dan just basically just ripped up the script and talked about a couple of transfers. Uh, so you. You could head back and, and have, a, have a listen to that as well. But before we go tonight, Patty, I wanted, I do want to talk about somebody that, excuse me, you alluded to there. Um, we Looks like we're going to have an incoming very, very soon. Looks like it might even be announced tomorrow. Um, too many big names are mentioning it. We do know that he is en route or in Birmingham at the moment. And that's Alex Moreno, a 29-year-old left back from Real Batiste. Um, And it looks like he's going to be signing for Aston Villa. Uh, what do you think?
1: Um, well, first of all, as far as I'm aware, the deal is done. The medical is complete in Spain, so it's it's all it's all just a question of him rocking up and signing his his uh, his deal tomorrow. So I w- I would imagine we will see him uh, in an Aston Villa short by lunchtime tomorrow. That's just my opinion, and that's what I've been told. So um, he won't be he won't be the last either. Um, there's there's a few more on the way, but um, I am. Quietly excited by this signing, um, mainly because uh, I don't see it as the end for Luca Dean. I could see the two of them playing together very, very easily. Um, what? I could see the two them playing th- together Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> they could do. But like the one thing that worries me then is: do, do we lose the like of uh, likes of a Jacob Ramsey in the team every week? Uh, does that change? There's a, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of negatives in the two of them playing together but uh he, he is obviously a player that uno emery really respects and he is like i think we all know that left back is probably not our worst position for cover but he's moved heaven and earth to get this in as his first signing so he obviously really really wanted this so as i said from the start we got we got to trust him until he loses our trust like previous managers did Quite quickly, unfortunately, but I don't see that happening here. He has my trust. If he makes a sign-in, I have to believe that I know he knows what he's doing. Um, I couldn't tell you a whole pile about the player himself other than, you know, silly videos of him doing something special that we've all gone and had a look at, and that's what we do, looking at his stats, uh, looking at your video, which you're alluding to there. If people want to go back and have a look at them, they're there. Um always a minefield of uh, information neil when these things come up so if anyone wants to go back and have a look at that but there you go you've got stats up
0: there already i and i just wanted to highlight this and 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 you know what it's, it's it's it was interesting when i did this i kind of looked at the radial graph that i have there the radar graph that, that i have and uh i kind of went you know what i wish i had changed up some of the the um the tags here and gone with maybe because I'd like to try and standardize it. So I'm looking at every player in under the same lens. And obviously with the radar graph there, I I, I keep the same tags for, for each, um, for each spine. And I kind of wish I changed it up a small bit. And the reason I did that was because, uh you know, I, I, I should really have done two really, as I say, because, Moreno is 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 defending and he's playing in and, and and he's he's attacking obviously in a completely different league in a league that is a lot more free flowing from that point of view. Um and and there's two really interesting things here. My seven Dan talked about it earlier on and and uh, he mentioned about the guys in sky and I fully agree with them as well that too for, for too long we've had Dean at the end of our build up play. For uh, for attack, and, and sometimes it may have slowed down our play. And this this is my hypothesis on it that I don't think it was the, it was one hundred percent the reason, but at times it could be the reason that we've had to wait for Deeney to get into position to cross the ball in, and we're crossing it into two guys who aren't notoriously good headers of the ball. It's been it's been said a lot of times. all last year, this year as well, we crossed the ball an awful lot. When we look at the statistical differences here, I think Emery genuinely just wants a different type of player that it, to 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 play differently than Lukaku is now statistics bear in mind as well is, Luka Dean's been doing what he's been asked to do, and that's cross the ball, and fair yep. play to him, you know? So, I'm not saying that Luka Dean can't do this, but I know that Moreno can do a different style of attacking, as in he can carry the ball. Like, I don't have anything in there with regards to dribbles. Um like this guy completes more dribbles. Uh, yes, it, it, it shows there at 36.1% successful dribbles as well, but he doesn't get possessed that, it dispossessed that, that, that much either. But when you watch this guy, he makes things happen and he's able to carry the ball. We don't have car- ball carries. We don't have people who are are even comfortable carrying the ball. So this yeah. guy is comfortable carrying the ball. Will he have the same amount? Uh, will he have enough success doing it? I don't know. Will he be able to do that in the Premier League? But he attacks differently to Luka Dean does. And and. Um, he cuts into the box, and he likes to get to the byline and cut that ball back. small well, uh, cut that ball back more, as opposed to stand ten yards off the box and cross it in uh, from out wide. And uh, got uh, Ludvig Unfortunately, he looks like he's done a, a rather nasty injury. Could be out for a month, two months. I think I saw as well today. That mm-hmm. might cut short his loan. So. These two guys are going to come in. They might battle out for the left-back position. They might play both on the left-hand side themselves to solidify us if we do play against one of the top six teams or if there's a time when we're defending like mad. And I'm okay with that. So the only kind of negative I would have with this is You know, and and it's the same as everybody. And I'm not as hot as keyed up in it as much as, yes, he's 29 years of age. Would I like him to be 25? I absolutely would, of course. But if he comes in here and solidifies us as a team for two years, along with Dina or even in place of Dina, um, if that's that's the case, then so be it. And he solidifies us as a team and he progresses us on, then that's fantastic. But the great thing about this is we won't know because Unai Emery has taken a bunch of misfits in Villarreal and turned them into a, a European Cup winning team. So it's not like I Emery needs to have those massive players to be able to implement his game plan. He needs to have players that can play his game plan to be able to implement his game plan. And that's why yeah. I'm not as, as critical of, oh, well, we're only signing someone for 12 million. Where, where are the 40 million euro signings? Why have I never heard of this guy? Why is he only played with Vicano and and uh, and Mallorca previously? I'm not as hung, as hung up on this guy for that reason that, Una Emery will know this guy. He'll probably know how long his toenails are, to be honest with you, because of how, how well he knows the Spanish game. And if he knows that he can fit into his system and we only get two years out of him, I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm okay with that as to where we mm-hmm. are as a club as a moment, at, at this moment in time.
1: Danny makes a great pom- uh, comment here. I think 12 million is a snip for someone who has that... Uh, Thanks, Danny. Oh, sorry. That, that quality and experience, sorry. Um we 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 know what we're getting. We, we've we've all read into him. You, you've done your research. The one thing that that really excites me about this guy is his pace. I think it's one thing that we're lacking. I think if we can get this guy on the ball down the wing, you look at that heat map. Look at that. He doesn't come more than ten yards in off the off the touchline regularly. Um, this is going to be a really interesting signing for us. the 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 opportunity is there to give a different outlet in attack. So. Um we we've we've gotta welcome them with open arms. We've got to hope for the best and we've got to get behind them. And I think after last weekend, getting behind these players is the most important thing we can do this weekend. We they, they they need to know that we have have their back. We've had a couple of performances where they've been booed and that's people's right. They pay their money to make that choice if they want to boo people. Wouldn't have been my choice, especially against Wolves. But uh it it's 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 an exciting signing for the money that we're paying. I don't think it's going to be the last one. I don't mm. think I don't. He, he could end up being the cheapest one that we put we buy at twelve million, which is great. But mm-hmm. uh, I I like yeah, you can only be excited by it. I think yeah. we have to be. There, there's 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 far too many cons or pros than there is cons in this signing. Um, as you say, we've lost August we we need it back up. We have it, we have it. it's ready made. It was done and dusted before the weekend. He's just waiting on the, the T's to be crossed and the I's to be dotted and and, and here he is. So we, we'll see him tomorrow. We probably won't see him Friday, probably just from time constraints and, and sorting out I don't know whether there's gonna be work permit issues or, or whatever they have to do these days. Uh, since Brexit. So it, it's it's uh, it's done and dusted it's great. I'm, I'm happy with it and bring on the next one and let there be a few of them. That's my opinion.
0: Absolutely. I agree. I agree with you too. Uh, wanna to say a big thanks as well to, uh, both Danny, uh, thanks a million for the super chat. Really appreciate that. And to Rod as well. Really appreciate those guys. Thank Cheers, you so guys. much. Uh, uh, it's that, that's, that, that's fantastic. And it's really generous of you guys. Um, I really, uh, I really agree. Just one thing, actually, Paddy, you mentioned about his pace, this guy's pace. Um, uh, like, Doug, like he's not Usain Bolt, but what he is, he's he's fast running with the ball. With the ball, yeah, fast running with the ball as well. Yeah, like he's 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 fast. God, Jesus, he's faster than me, Uh and and he is pacey, but he's fast running with the ball as well, which is something that that uh, that we want because we're very slow in transition. And for a team that was a counter attacking team, you know, if Watkins isn't on form, we can't counter attack. Like, that, like basically, if Watkins isn't on form, we can't counterattack because he has to be our outlet ball and our finishing ball. And as we know, you know, that takes its toll. He isn't the greatest finisher in the world. Um, and when you have to be both the outlet and the finisher, very few strikers are. You've got Kylian Mbappe that they, they, they do that role, uh, and very few do that uh, do that as well. Um, also, I want to say as well, since we beat Stevenage, I've had an addition to the, my back wall. And you guys might see it here, and that's Stevenage. going to be the lucky. That's going to be the lucky jersey. So, everything's yeah. everything has changed now. You just said since we beat Stevenage, <laughs> since we lost to Stevenage, <laughs> since we lost to Stevenage. See, positive mindset, Paddy. I'm always on the positive, positive uh, foot forward. That's my way. That's my bag. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we've got a God jersey in the back here. And uh, hopefully that's going to be in a frame. And uh, Mr. McGrath, if you're watching it and uh, you want to sign it, that, that would make me the happiest boy in all of Ireland, uh, as well. So that would be nice. Um, listen, lads, thanks so much to everybody uh, for popping out. We're going to have a team sheet tantrum. Uh, I saw Anne and O'Grady there asked if I could keep the if I could bring in my little sound engineer again, like we had for the Spurs game. My <laughs> my uh, little lady, uh, I'd say she'll be in bed at that stage, but uh, mm. if I can maybe ring. If I can maybe get get her up out of bed, to, we'll will do anything to win at the weekend. That would be good. Uh, but we will be back for a team sheet tantrum, everybody, on Friday. I am actually going watching this game. Most likely going watching this game with one of my best mates, who's a Leeds fan. So uh, the post match podcast, if we win, will be very short, and it will be in a pub in Galway, probably just with me on my phone laughing. Um uh, <laughs> no, I'm only joking so I'm telling people in
1: advance now because I'm going to be in a pub on Friday watching the match as soon as as soon as the the camera shuts. Are aren't
0: they and, and um, man City.
1: well most of man City there's one leads in there all right yeah. um but um the Munster lions uh there's there's two sides obviously we've, we've got our Cork Lions and they're going to the match this weekend, and I wish them all safe and a pleasant journey and hopefully bring home the three points. And the Limerick Lions, who haven't met in a long time, are all getting together Friday night for our Christmas party. So that's where I'll be heading once the Team Sheet Tantrum ends on Friday. So hopefully with the, with the nice uh, crisp points that we have that we get three points
0: yeah. at the end of it. Yeah. So we'll definitely, as I said, we'll definitely have a, a Team Sheet Tantrum. I have I have put the the post match podcast I have loaded it up on uh, on Streamyard and YouTube but. Uh that there, there may be a late change to schedule broadcasting on that one, depending on what happens. But uh, as I say, I will endeavor as always to bring you the post match as quick after the game as I possibly can. But we will be here for the team sheet tantrum. We hope we see you guys as well. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. If you do like this, give us a thumbs up. We're on the road to try and get to 5,000 subscribers. If you know of anybody who even might think they might even want to support Aston Villa, put them onto the podcast, put them onto the YouTube channel, ask them to subscribe. Um, you know, I I very rarely ask for it outside of the streams, and then I but uh, I put it, put it up on YouTube today, and it was great. Uh, there was a great uh, reception to it. Also, if you haven't seen it, go back on our on our Twitter. We are giving away an Aston Villa jersey with somebody's name on it, whatever name you want. You don't even if if none of the players tickle your fancy, get your own name on the back of it, and whatever number you want. So jersey name number, uh, home jersey name number. We will be announcing it live on the team sheet tantrum on Friday. So. All you got to do is like the tweet, retweet the tweet and follow us. That's all you got to do. So um, find the the, the the tweet on Twitter, fire it out there and a, win, a winner will be picked at random. Thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate that as, as well. Um, I'm going to leave you all get to your beds uh, because it's school night and it's uh, coming up to half past 10. But thanks so much, everybody, for watching. And thanks so much, everybody, as always, for listening. Really appreciate everything you do for the podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. And all that's left to say is up the villa up there villa Sport Social Podcast Network.